0: wrestling is hard where every
1: side it's the dark side of the ring
0: Follow us on instagram and twitter at hard number four wrestling email questions and complaints at wrestling is hard at gmail.com i'm jim brandon hello how are you
2: yo 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 two weeks doing off. well talk about it two weeks off <clears throat> somehow it feels like nothing happened though went to turnstile last week that was a fucking blast felt like everybody was there um Probably last time you get to see them outside of some insane. Chris is saying no. I don't know what he's talking about. Wasn't there? Uh, no, everybody everybody was there. wasn't there. I was home. Yeah, everybody but Chris was. <laughs> was there? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I'm like, can you not hear me? All right, hot start. We're moving. Yeah. Uh, that was pretty much it during the week, but uh, I kept hearing people were getting COVID again. So, do I feel sick? Do I feel sick? Didn't feel sick Saturday drive back to where uh, I grew up for a Memorial Day weekend party, Get stop at Ross to get a, a bathing suit. I forgot one. Yes. Yeah, Walk in that dress for less, and I'm like, <clears throat> right there, sore throat, nose. There it is. Turn around, got back in my car, and went back. So, it was, was a my-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: you, you need to take a couple swallows. You're like, is that a sore throat, or is that just one bad yep. one? Like, no, nope, this, uh, this is coming.
0: I know. So, I know that, that feeling. You get easy. that, like. Itchiness that's not—it's like almost into your nose. Itchiness—you're like,
2: mm,
0: mm, this, ain't <sighs> good. this
2: ain't good.
1: This is bad sign. I can't
2: just like swallow this one away. Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty pretty much it over here. Chris, how are you? I am well, sir.
0: Did I did anything exciting happen?
1: This you know, Memorial Day, sun, fun, <laughs> swimming, ate a hot dog. Eat a hot dog, eat a hamburger, barbecued chicken. Good Solemn life. holiday. What the, what's Solemn that? Solemn holiday. Solemn the memory of our fallen truth. I, I did listen to somebody bitch and moan that people get too happy on Memorial Day and they should, you know, they shouldn't be happy. We should go to church, honestly. Everybody should. Yeah. All the time. On a Monday, yeah. I dismissed that person and I uh, went home. Man, had Did They serve the country. No. No, oh, they were yeah. just opinionated. Yeah. Okay. Quietly opinionated, just to me. You know, it wasn't really. I For just purpose. said, okay. I wasn't angry. He was just voicing an opinion.
0: I'll tell you right now, I wouldn't go to church. I would still eat a fucking hot dog. Ain't nobody stopping me from eating hot dogs.
1: It's the only time of year
0: I eat hot dogs. I take hot dogs and I jam them in my mouth, like that guy in the Guinness Book of World Records with a cigarette. And cigarette? I just jam them all in dude. and I light them all on the grill. So,
1: Warrior smoking, dude?
2: Yep, that dude. <laughs>
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You would but think that's all I got. Yeah, Brandon. No, I've never served, so I, I can't say. But if I were to die and there was a day off of work due to my death, I would like to think I would want people to have a good time right. on no. that day on that day off, not to sit well, there well, and, and. We went to
0: we went <laughs> to a family member's uh, funeral recently, and I was
2: sitting next to
0: or nearby. Oh no, I said it to my wife, and uh, we were sitting there and. You know, there's some piety. This person was not pious. There was piety. There's a priest. There's a whole thing. Everybody was very dour. I leaned over to my wife and I'm like, when I die, I want everyone to sit around and stare at my corpse and be miserable. That's what I want to happen. That I want it to happen every year. There you go.
2: Never bury me. Just leave me. Prop me up in the living room. Yes. <laughs>
0: like a stuffed animal.
2: What's that called? Uh, taxidermy? Yeah, taxidermy. Taxidermy. And the date of my death.
1: I want to be put I, on in state.
0: You have to. I got us a hot take. Me. Okay, hot takes. Here we go.
1: Hot take. Person I know in the military said that they would want everybody to have fun on their on Memorial Day and not just cry.
0: Of course. There you go. Hot take, people. Yeah. There you go. There, there you go. go. I don't think it's that hot because I think most people would agree. No one's going to like, more people should be solemn during holidays. Christmas? Jim. No such this, thing.
2: This, <laughs> this,
0: Christ died for Christ you. Christ died. We yeah, have cry Easter, for him. Yeah, that's Easter, dude. That's Easter. All right, that's the worst holiday, by the way. The crappiest Easter. holiday. <laughs> fucking ham. Give me a break. Ham, ham
1: and Sunday. fucking Hardware quiet. Eggs. Quiet ham. Jimmy Good.
2: getting drunk when he's eight. You know, it's right. right. Plastic eggs. Yeah. Yep, there you go. Taking pictures in a pastel button-up shirt. Yep.
1: <laughs> a suit with sleeves that come down to, like, right there. <laughs> yep. Walking down the street. <laughs> church. Anything involving yeah. church. Oh, church, always. church. Long-ass church. We were just talking about this the other day. when <laughs> The station. You know, we're like, when we were kids, we would get – my our mother would give us, like, little gifts for each shirt. Never super expensive, but they'd be something in the Easter basket, and we would open them, and we would play with them, and as soon as you really started getting rocking and rollin' with this new little cheapo toy you had, you got, like, yanked up, stuffed into some fucking shitty-ass suit, and taken over to St. Albert the Great's, who, by all all accounts, was not that great. Nah, a great. Not that great. That church, church wasn't great yeah. at all. And, uh, and it was like, not only was it church, but it was like super church. Where it was yeah, long Easter church fuck. is the worst. Oh,
2: fuck.
0: Brandon, Roman Catholic or no?
2: Yes, yeah.
0: That's yeah, the, the worst. Big
2: church. <laughs> Ugh.
0: Like there's nothing fun about it. Sit kneel, sit, kneel, stand, kneel, stand, sing. Sometimes Never they splash it with some though. holy water.
2: Both my parents were like They got drugged to church as kids and mm-hmm. they were they started off we had to go to church, and then by the time I was like Eight, they kind of just gave up, stuck in CCD up until like whatever that last thing is. Yeah, same here. Until right. I was like uh, twelve, my dad would we were would getting the car. We're supposed to go, and then uh, be like, "You we just go to Burger King, get a Whopper, go to Blockbuster instead?" Mm-hmm. Tell tell mom you went. So there you go.
0: I am. Um, uh, I stole the donation money and played uh, played uh, video games
2: instead.
1: I got
0: caught. Oh, um, I because the tithe uh, didn't show up, and I got ratted out
2: by the priest.
1: Uh huh. The go tithe. Ahead.
2: Isn't oh, that good. the worst though? I one of my friends died like in January and I know the fucking guy didn't go to church and I had to listen to that. Like whoever the local priest was at the church that he went to when he was like a child do like a 15 minutes on how cool he was. So I don't nervous. know why they do that's like one thing that's got to go from funerals is like for some reason that if it's a religious funeral, they have to have the local fucking guy speak about the person that, you know, they didn't know at all. And it's like right. they do a four minute story about how they ran into him in a red nurse. <laughs> so you got nothing. On, just let the guy, just let the guy die. I got, I got a one. I got got a
1: one up on that story. Good. I went to a funeral one time. Uh, it was a military funeral, and the church was talking about God and and the love of God and God and God and God and, God. and the fucking guy in the box was a fucking legit witch. He was a wicca. <laughs> legit ex-marine wicca and he's talking about god 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 and this dude was as pagan as they come
0: when i'm dead i'm making you all go to church that's it i'm putting
1: it in my will right now <laughs> fucking when i'm dead they're gonna float me in, in newton lake newton swamp is that what's behind your house is that called newton <laughs> lake
2: newton, newton lake there's lots yeah. of newts
1: mm-hmm.
2: there you go dad jokes have an intermission in your funeral. Alpha change like a Aretha Franklin. Yes. <laughs> it's like four hours. Yeah. This, is, this is from Louis Vuitton. <laughs> They're spinning the box around. <laughs> they changed their outfit in their funeral. I fucking love that. I love uh.
0: that. Anyway. Should we talk about wrestling? Let's do it. Yeah. We'll talk about fun stuff, fun, fun stuff. we will to talk about Pick something.
1: Not A.W. yet.
0: We'll talk about that in a minute.
1: Uh, let's start with unfun, then we'll just go into the role of fun. Let's okay. get the unfun out of the let's way.
0: Let's get the unfun out of the way. So, Koto update. I know everybody's uh, dying for him to come back. Here's some news. This is all just speculation. I watched the press conference, which was in Japanese, so I had to wait for the translation. Uh, New Japan had a press conference. They basically said they met up with him, had some discussions, um, trying to work together with him. Then Abushi went out and basically said, like, press conference isn't true. His mother, apparently, um, when she found out the troubles he was having, that he might lose his job. His mom is like a super fan of his and possibly dealing with some mental issues. She attempted suicide when he uh, and she fell and uh, fucked her hip up. So now she's in the hospital. And uh, I don't believe uh, Kota Bushi's coming back to New Japan, which is very sad because I think I can speak for the two of you, all three of us, been saying that we are huge fans of Kota He's fun to watch. He's fun live. He's real good looking. He's real fit. And he puts his fucking heart on his sleeve when he goes out there. And it's going to be a shame if he doesn't come back. Brandon, thoughts?
2: Yeah, that's a fucking bummer. I don't totally know what happened from the point of the press conference where it sounded like cooler heads were prevailing to him now being out. Do you have any more detail on that? Something about, you know, you're getting this from second-hand translations because
0: it's right from his Twitter feed. Something about the timeline not being correct and he hasn't been apologized to from this Kikuchi guy, this guy that's like the long-term <laughs> booker of New Japan and am it seems like he's pretty pissed off, and he's not ready to
2: come back. And I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame him either. But I would, you know, I was a glimmer of hope there. It sounded like they they didn't go the Carney route there at first, and we're like, oh, Code has a point. We're gonna, you know, talk to him and create better policies. Uh, that doesn't fly as much if you never actually speak to the person who's pissed at you in the first place and just go hold a press conference. <laughs> so, right. so and
0: I guess that's, what happened. I guess Obari and. There's two guys in charge of New Japan. One's the Bushi Road guy, and the other guy's the New Japan guy. And both of them, well, one of them said that he met up with him, went to his gym. He said he took some bumps. (laughs) It's just like a whole thing. But I don't know. I don't see this. This isn't going to end well, I don't think. And I don't think Kota Bushi's in a point where he's like, I need a paycheck. He could go anywhere and become one of our highest paid stars. I think it's more about taking care of his mom at this point.
1: Chris, thoughts? Yeah, it's just all around weird. I mean, there's really not much more to say. This is just all around very strange. Lots of lies, wrestling, carny-ass fucking lies, man. Yep, Bushi
0: yeah. uh, hired some lawyers, too, so this could get ugly. Best of luck to him. Any final thoughts on that, Brandon?
2: No, I really don't. Just ugly stuff, it sounds like. Hopefully it doesn't continue to get uglier and it, it, they uh, get some resolution for better or for worse as far as my fandom i don't yeah. care about that at this point like i just don't want this to be something that goes on for two years and uh gets ugly like you're referring
0: to yeah and of course it's like if he doesn't come back and it's mom's health is much more important than him coming back and pretend fighting for me making me happy i don't care you know what I mean? like it's all right buddy take care of yourself first quit if you need to all right so um Let's talk about, real quick, we'll talk about Best of Super Junior. So, the final is coming up, I believe, tonight or early morning tomorrow. So, um, a, a couple of things, should, I'm not going to tell anybody if they have to go out of their way to watch it. I would say, if you were thinking about watching it, certain names that you should go out of your way to watch would be, believe it or not, Show was really entertaining in this. I've watched a couple of his matches, like comedy stuff. He's doing a lot of goofy-ass shit. Um... Anything with Desperado, who we love. Uh, El Lindemann from Gleek Wrestling, he's been really good. El Fantasmo has been really good. Um, Robbie Eagles has been very good. And believe it or not, TJP has been very good. But the final has been decided. We got uh, out of the A block, we got Takahashi, Horomo Takahashi, former champ, against uh, El Desperado from the B block, also former champ. Current champ right now is um, Taiji Ishimori.
2: Brent, thoughts? Seems like reviews are overall positive. I haven't checked any of it out to this point. Uh, I don't know if TJP's and Show are going to uh, get me to tune in regardless of how good <laughs> their matches are, to be fair. Uh, but that's a fantastic. Uh, final, at least on paper. So maybe check that out. Uh, at least seems like something's moving in the right direction over there. <laughs> right. I
0: mean, I mean, in uh, one match in particular, people are going crazy for is Robbie Eagles and El Fantasma. So I would say definitely go out of your way to check that out. That and El Lindemann and El Desperado, which I did watch. That was good. I haven't caught up. I'm not completely caught up on it. And I'm probably not going to be caught up, but I'll try my best. What I'm is sure. Lindeman El Lindeman He's the guy from Glee. He's like orange, tanned, and he's got bleach blonde hair. He's from Bleak,
1: Chris. I'm looking. Yeah, same thing. Brandon said I I, uh, I haven't really checked any. Didn't really have much interest in this, um, but uh, that final sounds like it's a lot of lot of fun, worth watching. So if that's up, I'll make make a point of going. I'll go out of my way and watch that Super Juniors final. I saw on their um, official account,
0: they showed a picture of Alex Zane's New Japan's official account. Alex Zane, he's the red guy, right? Alex Zane. He um, his line. Apparently, he's a big hit over there. His line for kids getting signatures from him and get stuff signed was like around the block. So it's good to see these guys get some fresh blood in there, get some guys in there, you know, some exposure. Good old Wheeler Yuda, he's got ten points, which isn't terrible. Uh, he did a promo, and we'll talk about where what he's talking about in a little bit. Where he's saying he's gonna come after, come after the Jericho Association, gonna get you.
1: There you go.
0: Anything else before I move on? Brandon? No, I'm good.
2: Christopher? No, I think we got it. Okay. How many hours do you put in?
0: I have the best of Super Juniors? Yeah. See, I watched about two, uh, I don't know. I watch a few shows, but I skipped them. Okay. So apparently I missed a couple of entertaining matches by skipping them. But I, I, I didn't really. I mean, honestly, I did watch a lot of wrestling in the last two weeks because we were off last night. But most of it was uh, catching up on AW. I watched. I joined Ice Ribbon's uh, YouTube channel so I can watch their stuff. And um, I think that's it. Oh, I watched the uh, Hanakamura uh, Memorial Show, which is really fun. I got my wrestling in. I don't watch hockey,
2: so <laughs> not anymore. So I'm like, I got plenty of spare time. Yeah, you know what, you're right. I was just gonna say, man, that's like 20 hours of shit. How do how do people have the time that I probably burnt 20 hours fucking around on Xbox and Xbox. watching the NHL playoffs? Right, right, right. It depends on
0: what you're you're scared of importance of what you watch. I don't I don't watch any like people are going crazy for basketball, and I'm just like mm, I don't care. All right, let's move on. How about uh, we'll talk real quick because it's gonna be airing, I believe, tomorrow. Real quick, we'll go through this because this is getting really good reviews too, even though I haven't seen any of it. The Stardom Flashing Champions Show. Um real quick we'll go through some of the matchups. We got a six six man tag match between the cosmic angels in prominence. So we get a little Suzu Suzuki again. High speed title match, Zumi versus Thekla. Curse a big fan of Thekla. Uh the SWA belt, we get Mayoe Watani against Fuki Gendes, who is who says she can fight for the title because you're only supposed to be non Japanese well you can't the same nationality can't face each other. Mayo Itani being Japan. Fuki death says she's from outer space. So there you go. That makes sense. <laughs> I mean, I got, you that's know, I got I, I, it. that's
1: logic's flawless.
0: There you go. And that's getting rave reviews of that match. Um Kyrie and Tom Nakano versus the Queen's Quest team, which is pretty good because it's Utami Hayashita and uh, Mio Amazaki who is a, like their super rookie. She's like 20 years old. And they did a promo where Kyrie Sane's like, uh here, here's a picture of me when it was like my first match. And she's got this huge shiner. She says that Tommy's taking it easy on her. So I'm expecting this match to have Kyrie beating the fucking piss out of Mew, which is pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like but, that. I mean, she beat the shit out of Onagi in that match uh, in the last big show, so should be pretty good. Uh, got a stardom title match. We got Stars, whose uh, team is crazy, uh, Fukuoka crazy. That's uh, Hazuki and Koguma versus Julia and Mai Sakurai, who's Donna Delmon. Everybody loves Julia. Uh, what else we got? The uh Stardom title the uh, Triple Threats, we got and then we got the uh Wonder of Stardom title we got uh, Kamitani versus Mirai, who won the Cinderella tournament. And then a big one, we got the uh World of Stardom title we got Siri versus Risa Sarah. So pretty stacked show. It is getting rave reviews. Of course, we have to wait 5 days cuz I'm not paying for a pay-per-view if I already pay 10 bucks a month or whatever it is. It's it's 10 it's 1000 yen, so it's basically 7 dollars a month.
2: Brandon, of thoughts. Yeah, definitely check that out. I don't know if I've seen Miyamasaki yet. I can't think of that one, but uh, everything I've watched of Kairi and Stardom has been pretty fucking entertaining. So definitely watch that. Fukukin Death from Outer Space. Sounds like that warrants my my, uh, time, 10 minutes, however long they go. Suzu Suzuki, check that out. So maybe three or four in there I can dedicate some time to. Chris, thoughts? Pressure on me. Yeah, Risa,
0: sorry. That's Reese Sarah GIF I sent you. Siri getting baseball batted, getting baseball batted by Reese Sarah is pretty
1: fucking good. Ugh, God, with the with the kendo yeah. stick. Yep. Yeah, it's horrible. Ugh, I hate to see that stuff. That stuff drives me crazy. But other than that, it's this whole card seems like a lot of fun. Give me something exciting to watch because uh, there ain't shit.
0: No. Wait until um, what's that lady's name? The one that's a uh, black belt in Judo, who said she's going to go fight Julia. What's
1: her name? The one from... A-Dubs. a oh, uh, Yeah, whatever that's her name a. is. It's Ty your, Conti. Ty Conti. She wants there to go fight go. Julia. There you go.
0: Yeah. There you go. There's your Stardom update. There's your New Japan update. Some updates on the Um If you guys have anything else you want to add to anything, just let me know. Uh, we've gotten some reviews. I've gotten direct messages from some people. They fucking love us. Which is pretty good. Thank you very much. We appreciate all the reviews we get. We're having a good time here. It's a good way to burn a Tuesday night for us. And uh, I like positive reinforcement. Tell us how great we are. Thank
1: you. I will send all of our fans in autographed photos for fifty dollars a piece. Just uh, Venmo yeah. me, and we'll a little bit more than out.
0: that uh, because I had to pay our streaming our uh, hosting service and it was a little expensive. So fifty-one dollars <laughs> oh. a piece. There you go. <laughs> Patre- not Patreon, but uh what's it called might be coming soon, Uh ads. Um, oh, yeah, also to the listener that uh, requested us to do a watch-along, after doing a little bit of the math, it's a little bit harder to do a watch-along than it is to do a review. Message us if you just want us to review what you want us to watch because the watch-along might be a little bit more of a pain in the butt. I think we could pull it off. It's not that hard, but give
2: us a heads up. Send us a DM. All right, ready to move you on have to. to... Go ahead, Brandon. I have, to, I have to think through that how we can how we can do a watch along properly. I guess you just keep a running clock at the bottom. Right. Go through it, no breaks. I'd have to have a bunch of different windows open. I'm gonna be
0: clicking through because on my side, I mean just for a little behind the scenes, on my side I don't see you guys when you're talking. I have to click on it because I've got so many windows open. Ah, okay. So a lot of times I'm not getting any visual cues. Sometimes I do. But i got a lot of stuff I'm, going. I've got two recorders going to, for a backup. I've got all this shit
1: Can
2: you going. see this? Can you see I this? I can see that. How about this? Can you see this?
0: I can see that. Yeah, <laughs> Brandon. You were going to say?
2: Like, the only thing I'm worried about is setting it up so that we can hear both each other and the, what we're watching without it, what we're watching bleeding into everything mm-hmm. that we are saying. You know what I
0: mean? Right. So, like, for oh, it, that would be on my side. So, the only way I can think of doing that. I like that we're having this meeting on while we're recording. But it's fine. Whatever. The only way I can think about doing it is if I have a set if I watch it on a separate screen, and that would mean occupying the the living room. So I'd have to do it we'd have to do it on an off day where my wife's at work or something like that. You know what I mean? For you guys yeah, it's we fine. Can do you that. Could probably bring it up on a small screen, but for me, any sound that's played through YouTube is gonna unless I mute it, I don't know. I don't really need sound to it.
1: Oh I mean I watch it on my television right over my computer. So. Right, I don't have that
0: set up. I mean I'm
1: That's what I mean. Yeah, that. it's easy for me.
0: We'll figure it out though, and we'll get to you. And we'll do it for you because we like you. All right, AEW Weekly, let's talk about some stuff. Maquito showed I don't know up and lost. I don't know if I like him. Yeah, I, I tolerate him. Maquito showed up and lost. She got a big pop. Uh, and uh, the Great O'Conn. Let's talk about the Great O'Connor. So the Great O'Connor came over and did some shows and stuff. And then uh, he wrote a giant pick. Uh, he got his ass slapped in a hamburger restaurant. He ate a giant hamburger. And he also uh, fell up some, um, some ladies of the evening. In, uh, on Fremont Street in, uh, in Las Vegas. And uh, it seems like uh, Great O'Conn's living his best life over here in the United States. Brandon, thoughts?
2: You're muted. Oh, God damn it. I said my fucking boy. Big time, pig time in Vegas. Happy to see it. <laughs> the invasion.
0: Have you uh, have you uh, come come around a little bit on the Great O'Connor He saved a kid.
2: Gave the kid pancakes. He wrote a giant dick. That's right. Plus, I got a little tiny toy of him from Jimmy, and it's fun. Every all of my stances, if I hate the guy, it's I'm at forty nine percent, and then a little a little plushy tips me over to fifty one, and now uh, that's my dog, Grado Khan, <laughs> per, perving out on the strip. I love it,
1: Chris. Thoughts on Grado Khan? Yeah, I love the fact that he comes to the U.S. and then just completely loses it as soon yeah. as he gets here. Stuffs his face, rides a dick. The ride in the dick was so good. He was so happy to be yeah. riding the dick. Ride the dick, stuff in his face, and you know, I'm, I'm sure it didn't dick. just stop with strippers. I'm sure that went, I'm sure there were non photos of the hookers that came later.
0: <laughs> the ladies of the night. And also, he and Jeff Cobb uh, interfered in a tag match. It was a little clunky, but big old, great old Carney, as um, Jim Ross called him, the man from the ornament, or Orient. The man from the ornament, the man from uh, the Orient. Oh no, he said that guy. Who did he call? The person from the Orient. Oh, it was Machido. Machido was the person from the Orient. Of the Orient. Of the Orient. Like you know, a carpet. And the Great Oak Harney, he called that guy. They interfered. Jeff Cobb and Great Oak Khan interfered in the uh, tag match. Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, I
2: did note. I did notice that uh, Jim Ross is like slowly becoming less and less interested in in anybody that shows up uh which we'll get to later with stokely hathaway but when he came out he's just like i've never seen this guy before in my life oh, <laughs> uh so yeah pretty pretty funny man but they they was a little clunky to say the least uh and they had a good match going they kind of fucked it up but who cares i you know it's interesting to see jeff cobb and uh great o'con in the first place i was thinking like if i was there that was something that would have genuinely excited me if legit out of nowhere as far as i was concerned the great O'Con came rolling down uh, throwing trent bretta through a table with the iron fist oh man i was not a, bad I would tv fucking,
0: i would have my pants would have exploded
1: i got so boned up christmas <laughs> yeah i mean it definitely was clunky but i was excited and i was happy to see those two it was the two that you wouldn't expect just two dudes it wasn't like ah oh, here's these top dudes that of course you knew they were coming it was, uh, you know, they they did a good idea. They did a good job of kind of keeping it under wraps. You didn't know that they were going to be there, but um, I'll get into it later because it relates to later on what we're going to talk about. But mm-hmm. I got some serious, I got some serious fucking beef with Jr. Um, one drink. Go. One, all right, we'll years we're going to get forty years into your relationship. years
2: into your relationship.
1: Well, it's been going. Yeah, it's been going on. No, no, this has been going on because I'll bring up some other stuff. It just, just notches. You know, just like chipping away at them. This man from the Orient. Um, Somehow, One cool thing about O'Conn, O'Con, he,
0: um, he's riding dicks. He does the AEW show and then flies back. And the very next day, he was on color commentary for the stardom show. And he's getting in physical altercations with people from stardom. Not to go touring him or shoving each other, pointing at each other. Great Ocon is all over the place. They can't get enough of him. Bushy Road's like, stick him everywhere, save the kid. Ride yeah. dicks, who gives a shit? Have him save a kid and feed him pancakes on
2: the dick. Do it. <laughs> I'm jealous, man. Great Khan's making me want to go for a run or something. That lust for life. I'm an international businessman.
0: Yeah, he looked legit stoked when they showed them, who are these men running to the ring? And Great Khan looked like he was like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm having a good old time. Look at this crowd. <laughs> this is fun. Everybody's not clapping, they're screaming.
2: I guess I they're slowly up. like. Sorry, uh, I, I, I was just gonna say. I guess this is them slowly introducing what what we're gonna see at this uh, forbidden door. Yeah. Uh, like one group at a time, so yeah. Uh, there's less, not many people that are like. Well, we've never seen him on TNT before, uh, and if we have, you should probably know who they are anyway. Like that's probably where we're, where we're uh, trending with a month ago here. I'll talk about this right now, but we're gonna talk about the uh, the. Um... The
0: good old uh, Tony Khan uh, presser after we, after the show. So um he did mention he's he said that he thinks he said he has no metrics on this, but he thinks that the majority of AW fans don't know anyone from New Japan. Which makes me think which, you know, we always just assume it's the super dorks that watch this shit, but I think it's. It's indie wrestling fans, and they don't necessarily know New Japan. He said in there, and he's like, yeah, he thinks the majority of people that watch this don't follow New Japan at all. Thoughts, Bryn?
2: I have no fucking idea, honestly. Like, I, I go back and forth on that who these people are that are watching AEW, right? We've, we've spent a lot of time trying to pinpoint exactly who their, their target audience is, but uh, I think I probably agree with them. <laughs> what do you think, Chris? I don't know. I think he's right. I mean, you know,
1: I never thought about it until you just said that. And then what Brandon was just saying uh, feeds into it. It's, you know, we talked about this a million times. I'll bring it up again. We went to go see New Japan and Madison Square Garden. And after Matt Taven, Madison Square Taven won the championship from Ring of Honor, people, a lot of people left. Yeah. Like at least, you know, a third of the people that were there split after
0: the Ring of Honor card was over.
1: Yeah, and I remember, like, also early on in the car with fucking Enzo and Cass came out, and it sucked all the attention away from Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr.
0: And you, I, and, I know, I, I wasn't uh, sitting with you, but I know I was still watching, and I was more fascinated that people gave a shit that
1: Enzo was involved in anything. I'm like, Yeah.
0: What's going it, on? It
1: was, Who's this? Like, I, w- and, 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 you know, poor, poor, um, Poor timing on on Ring of Honor, whoever was running that show's part to not have a gap in between that happening and the next match. But if you remember, the uh, air was sucked out of the arena for half, almost the entire Tanahashi Zack Saber Jr. match. So you know, I mean, me personally, I was like, oh, okay, those guys are going. Let me watch these guys. And I had a hard time getting into it just because there was so much commotion going around. Right, but. You know, I wouldn't be surprised. That makes perfect sense. Like, I would not, I would say he was wrong if I wasn't at Madison Square Garden right. and saw that happen because a major, I would assume that a majority of those people that were big Ring of Honor fans and that were actually so invested in Ring of Honor, like, yo, know, I was never, we went to a lot of Ring of Honor shows when we first started getting back in Then they had the New Japan show that Jim, that you and I went to and we went to Final Battle one one year, which is their end of the year uh, pay-per-view And, you know, uh, AJ Styles, who I really liked, wrestled uh, Jay Lethal, who I didn't care about, and AJ Styles lost. And I was just like, whatever. (laughs) If I wasn't invested in it, it was cool to see. Because I don't care, but I never really cared about any of these Ring of Honor guys. It was just something to do and go see the Japanese dudes. But there was a lot of people that were really invested in Ring of Honor. Hmm. And... I would assume that those are the same people that are probably like the same. I don't know if they're the same exact people per se, but they're the same. That's the same mentality, I guess.
0: Right. I think the they're mentality. The same, that
1: are very invested in AEW don't give a shit about anything else.
0: The idea that. I'll bounce back to you, Brandon, in a second. The, the idea that. I was always under the impression that people watched New Japan. Right. Like people that watch New Japan watch New Japan. I. You know, uh, Brandon started watching New Japan because he was, I think, because we in, in, introduced him to it. And he watched New Japan because of New Japan. There are a shit ton of people that only watch New Japan because of Kenny Omega, the Young Bucks, Marty Skrull, uh, Buckshot Lariat guy. Like, those guys were there. And then when they left, they, they left with them. Which, I to me, I just seem it seems bizarre. Like, if I'm a fan of a baseball team and a couple guys get traded, I don't stop liking the baseball team. I might be mad at them because they got traded, but I don't suddenly go follow them. Is that like a basketball thing? I think it might be. You follow your guys around. Brandon, thought. It seems
2: like it. Yeah, it does seem like that's a thing now, that people are more a fan of a person than like a team or promotion. Uh, But, yeah, I enjoy this whole thing with, aew fans that goes on as they bring different characters out of like everybody acts like they knew who this person was before their first aew appearance and everyone's like in the know but then it does seem like when it comes to new japan that just falls off of a clip so because they don't to speak me, english i bet i bet you that's the big fucking thing probably yeah right but to me like it's not it that is I, a big barrier. I never watched ring of honor or um any of these other indie promotions, but they're just notably worse. And when I was looking for good wrestling, New Japan was kind of like on an island there. So I assumed, hey, these you know AEW kind of exists partially because these guys uh, you know, were running in New Japan and were big and putting on good shows, and then could speak English and, and build a, a competing promotion. Uh, I I maybe take for granted or don't realize how many people came from that indie world that didn't give a shit about new Japan that are considered themselves like the core AEW fan base. So it's a group of people I really don't know anything about. I just know that I hate their fucking guts because they think BT is funny. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. All
1: right. Shall we move on? Uh, Can I just make one more point too? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the new, the new Japan thing. Um, one of the other th- issues I think that uh they may have or that people may have with New Japan that don't really watch it, I think it airs after Impact Now on Thursday nights on AXS, but it was airing before when we used to watch it, but it's not a traditional wrestling program. Uh there are clips from live shows, the stories it's it's not it's different. And it it, it you have to if you're not used to seeing it, like, you know, we were part of the part of it, a group of people that watched it when we were much younger and had no access to watching it in, in with any English commentary whatsoever. We had to figure everything out on our own, but when they brought it, when AXS had it on it, it's not a true. So we had kind of had been able to wrap our heads around how to watch this thing that we can't understand what they're talking about and put the pieces together on the storylines on our own with, with, you know, you, you're so, um, conditioned to watch wrestling a certain way in the united states and then they introduced the axs new japan product which is essentially house shows and you know at the time barnett and jim and maro Ronaldo, and now it's kevin kelly and rocky romero probably i don't know i haven't watched it but um it's not like you know Guy comes into the ring, he explains what he's going to do, and then you get the face off, and it's a weekly series, uh, uh, episodic television show. It's basically just chopped up live shows that they do commentary, and they show the the backstage promos uh, with subtitles after the fact. So it's not your traditional show. It's actually, you, you have to work to watch that in the beginning. It's not like you can just turn it on. Like You turn on Impact, which none of us watch. You turn on Ring of Honor. When I first started w- watching Ring of Honor on my computer, because it, it doesn't air in the area. It's a wrestling show. You can pick up on what's going on. They lay it out. The guys are doing promos. But New Japan, they do it differently. And two things. Number one, we know wrestling fans. And number two, it is, like I said, it's it would be work to watch if you are not familiar with the product.
0: I ain't watching this shit. It's on Raw again. I hate this show. Let me watch three hours of it. Then I'll go on the internet and complain. Yeah, exactly. 20 weeks in a row. Very interesting.
2: Any final thoughts, Brandon,
0: before we move on to the actual card?
2: Uh, No, I think, I mean, there's probably two types of people, right? Like, I think I was more intrigued by this potential rabbit hole that I could invest time into and be rewarded with something as opposed to just, I don't know, what feels like being spoon-fed a plot line. But right. there's there's definitely a larger other bucket, so. I think that's Chris's
0: point when he says, right. we know wrestling fans. They don't like working. Yeah. <laughs> that's you, listener. You don't like the work. You fucking bozo. Fucking loser. All right, let's move on to the card. AW's, double or nothing. Brandon couldn't make it. We got together. We ate some chips. Chris fed me a uh, Pepsi Nitro, which was fucking disgusting, and I was so stoked on it. Can can we have a review of that real quick? What's that? The Pepsi Nitro? The
1: Nitro? That was terrible. What the fuck? I actually went online today. Yes. And I wanted to read, because it was in my refrigerator, I was like, I'm throwing this out. I wanted to read reviews. (laughs) Real quick, real quick. Let Let me explain, if no one knows
0: at home. So basically, you know a can of Guinness, and it's got a nitro canister in it? Well, this is Pepsi with a nitro canister. You crack it open, you pour it as hard as you can into a glass, and it's supposed to taste
1: like draft, I guess. Go ahead, Chris. Yeah, so the story behind this is is I walk past the end cap, or the little, you know how there's there's the end cap, and then there's the corners of the end cap that has stuff on them? It was on the corner end cap. I must have walked past it 50 times. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm buying this shit. I want to see what it tastes like, because I don't drink regular soda. No, I drink I. diet soda if I do drink soda. So, uh, so I buy it. I chill it. I pour it. I crack it. I pour it. Like it says, it looks like a Guinness. Mm-hmm. I taste it. It tastes flat like soda. flat fucking soda. Yeah, flat that's what it soda. tastes like. Exactly what and I don't care. And then I went online today because I was like, "Is somebody like this?" And I went online today and they're like, "Well, you know, the undis- one website actually said like the undiscerned powder. would just think it tastes like flat flat soda, but there's a what? deep richness. It's fucking soda, and it's. But it was like it was like in the beginning they were like it was saying like this is for people that you know don't like the. The, <laughs> the, flavor. The no, like the um, the shock of the carbon dioxide when it hits your tongue. You know, the bubbles. It's like that, you know, that gas that enters mm-hmm. your system when you drink soda. No, everybody fucking likes that. That's why you drink it. That's why fountain soda tastes better than canned soda. It tastes better. Because all soda tastes different. Same brand tastes different wherever you get it. Mm-hmm. Give a shit what anybody says. This was the fucking. Because I think I. <laughs> Brandon, I don't know if you remember New Coke, but when I drank it, I was like, whoa, we got a real New Coke situation going <laughs> on So then Jimmy,
0: I give Jimmy a can. Because I got stoked because i had been looking forward to drinking it. Right. And being the forever skeptic, I assumed Chris was full of shit. And right. I was going to try it. And it was going to
1: be good. And I was wrong. And I, well, I let me,
0: eat my words. Good.
1: I'll give you the rundown of this. So I give Jimmy one. And he cracks it. And he's drinking it. And this is how this goes. Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. This, mm, yeah, it's like it's creamy. It's so foamy and creamy. And I'm like, does it taste flat or did I do something wrong? Oh, no, no, no. It's so good. It's so good. No, seriously. Does it taste flat or did I do something wrong? I think it tastes flat. No, 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 no. It's fucking terrible. I can't stand it. <laughs> Like it took like five minutes for me to work out of them. It was terrible. It's like, mm, this yeah, is so good. Wine. Give you the rest of yours. Dump mine into his cup, started drinking it. <laughs> that was disgusting it oh, was terrible.
0: I was going to choke it down just to prove Chris wrong. Make him feel like <laughs> I was gaslighting him. <laughs> yeah. It was fucking terrible. Ugh, so there you go. so bad.
2: And that was so that the pay-per-view.
0: Was thank you very much for tuning in this week. Yeah,
2: thank you. Brandon, questions? If the target audience is a the sophisticated Pepsi drinker, I'm uh, neither of the two, so I'll probably pass on the Nitro Pepsi. Yeah, it was worth a shot. But we, got uh, two go ahead.
1: I said I got two of them left.
2: There you go.
0: <laughs> I got his address if you want to send him to him. I, um yeah, we had some chips and some dips. Well, we didn't have any dips, but we had some chips, and I drank coffee, and I drank that nitro, and I was up until 3 o'clock in the morning, and that'll explain why I w- watched the Tony Khan press. Scrum? The Tony Khan Con- Conpre- so, All right, let's start with the card. Pre-show. Hookhausen. Hook and Danhausen defeated Tony nice and Mark Sterling via pinfall. of Thoughts.
2: Skipped, and no chance in hell I'm watching this.
0: Crazy thoughts.
2: Yeah, a complete waste of time. First match on the card, singles match. I should say. I should say real quick before we go into it. So, I was. Uh, oh yeah, that's in, right. I was, I was taking. I didn't go to this thing, so I was taking Zyrtec, and I was told I got it from. It was just like whatever my girlfriend had in the cabinet, and. It was like unlabeled. She's like, Yeah, those are the uh like the day ones, uppers. They were not the uppers. So I just zonked myself for like almost twenty hours thinking I was like, Man, I must be really sick. I'm taking Day Quill and passing out. And here I was just repeatedly giving myself like Dayquil. nighttime medicine. <laughs> so uh I ended up finding some like bootleg stream where it was like a a sequence of daily motion videos. So I was in and out of this whole thing. If it was something I didn't want to watch, it was kind of just blown past it. So I, I didn't get the full seven hour live experience that you guys did. Just note that up, up top. We were also in and out of it falling asleep. <laughs>
0: All right, let's start Uh singles match. Uh, Wardlow. Was this in a cage? I don't remember. No, no, that was okay. Sean spears. Wardlow defeats MJF via pinfall, and he powerbound him ten times? Something like that. Good stuff. Brandon, thoughts?
2: Yeah, squashed him. I guess most of the drama around this was whether MJF was going to show up at all, right? So they announced uh, shortly beforehand that it's actually happening, and uh, yeah, MJF gets fucking squashed, so I, no wonder he's pissed. He's the guy's been trying to build up a brand despite never really wrestling, and when he does, he gets the living shit kicked out of him by his lackey, so... I think he earned this
0: in the storyline. Yeah, this was yeah. good. I couldn't see this happening any other way. He tried to cheat multiple times. Warlow beat the fucking piss out of him. Then Warlow wins. And it was seven minutes and thirty seconds. Chris thoughts?
1: No, I thought this was couldn't couldn't have been done any other way. It couldn't have been done better. Right.
0: I am. Um, I did like that they carted him off on the uh, on the, the gurney. With the air mask over his face, over his eyes and nose. That was good. And, uh, I'm not gonna, t- I'm not gonna talk about the, the fucking rumors. I don't fucking care about the rumors, but I do like that someone reported that MJF, I checked and MJF had a ticket booked out of Las Vegas. <laughs> so, cause he's leaving. And it's like, yeah, it's everybody has a ticket out of Las, Las Vegas, except for probably fucking, uh, John Moxley,
1: because he lives there. So but, good job. Good job with your reporting. Okay, Chris. Also, also, what airline gives you any information on their passenger list anymore? Right. Nobody. Fucking lies.
0: <laughs> what <is> this
1: nonsense?
2: <laughs> what the fuck? There that's, you go. That's a big lame to care situation. It's like it's not like it's a fucking quarterback for the. Like Tom Brady's quitting the team the night before the Super Bowl. I mean, not that that would be a, a big deal to you, Jim, but it's like this. This guy was a Brady nobody. It's a big this deal. guy was a nobody eighteen months ago. He's like barely warmed up to me, and it's like oh, his contract. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Give a shit <laughs> about, about this guy? I mean, <laughs> it is. It is like the rumor is
0: that he has two years left on his contract. He makes a lot less than the newer guys that were signed, and supposedly he wants a new contract. But he doesn't want to resign for two years. He doesn't want to fulfill his two years. He just wants more money. He wants him to exp- According to the rumor, they wanted to sign him to a longer contract for more money. And he doesn't want. He just wants more money at two years with two years left, and then test out the market. Who the fuck is going to agree to that? That doesn't make any sense. So even if this story is true, they all well, it just sounds stupid. This doesn't make any sense. Get off it. Enjoy your television show. Stop giving a shit about the money being made backstage. How the fuck does that affect you? Brandon, thoughts?
2: I also want more money, and I will refuse to give up anything on my side of the negotiation. So it's just like, I don't know. It's a big who cares. Lame to care. You're lame if you care. Yes, agreed. (laughs) Let's move on.
0: Tag team match. The Hardys. Jeff Hardy and Matt Hardy. Defeated the Young Bucks.
2: Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson. Via pinfall. of thoughts? Did you guys see? Uh, I think it was on Dynamite the Jeff Hardy, Matt Hardy promo about them cosplaying as the Hardys? Yes, that was pretty good. I did not I thought, catch. I did
0: not catch Rampage last week, but apparently the Bucks came out dressed like the Hardys, which is pretty. They good. did, yeah. And uh, Cosmo was dressed like Lita
2: <laughs> with the thong. Maybe yeah, that's I think. pretty funny. Yeah, that's pretty good. It'll, the only reason I bring it up is because I, I realize I just ne- almost never hear Jeff Hardy do extended promos. And in AEW, where they don't write them for you, they let him go for a minute. And I was like, this guy's out of his fucking mind. What <laughs> was that to you? Like, somehow in 45 seconds, he made himself look so insane. But uh, I'll, I'll give it to the Young Bucks. Like As much as I don't like them, they always end up having entertaining matches during these pay-per-views. Uh, the Hardys are starting to go, though, where even Jeff is uh, having a hard time covering for matt whose uh hips are welded together so right chris thoughts yeah i can't remember
1: any of this match i don't think i watched one lick of it i think there was a little (laughs) bit of laughter at what the fuck they were doing like to your point where you were saying like he's jeff Hardy lost his mind he's doing this performance piece yes that only he understands and he thinks is brilliant I love his makeup. Like, I don't know With the he's doing faces on it it's so good. He's he's doing these like weird claps at spaces and like these like kind of like robot dances. I don't know what's going on here dude. He's quite the madman. He really is. I love it. But I really didn't pay attention. This match lost me. I think somebody showed up during this match. I think our friend, a friend of mine showed up during this match, and I really wasn't paying attention. It, and, and, and I really wasn't really looking forward to this match, in my mind was, meh. I don't really give a shit. What are the Hardys going to do that we haven't seen yet? And uh, what is uh, what are the Young Bucks going to do that we haven't seen yet? I was glued
0: to this with undying concentration. Next up. Singles match for the AEW TBS Championship. Anna Jay is announced as the competitor against Jade Cargill out of nowhere. You're kind of like, what the fuck is going on here? But we get a lot of interference. We get a lot of debuts. Jade Cargill defeats Anna Jay, by the way, in about seven minutes. We get a Stokely Hathaway comes out to help out at Jade Cargill, I guess. And Athena... Finally shows up in AEW. Apparently, she's been signed for a little while. They were just waiting to debut her. She comes out. The crowd fucking goes nuts. And suddenly, um, AEW's fucking women's
2: division is pretty stacked. So (laughs) this happened out of nowhere. Uh, Brandon, thoughts? Yeah, they have some much-needed depth considering I think everyone was watching this. Like, why are we doing this again? To the point where they even fucked the story up where Jade Cargo offered her a rematch and then was like... Why does she deserve a rematch? I shouldn't be fighting her. while well, you only because you said so. That's why we're here. That's how <laughs> no one else this is kind of getting. So, yeah, those two, if, uh, adding those two was much needed. I don't know where they'll go next with here, if it's Athena, uh, but Soakley Hathaway, I think that will be entertaining. We talked about this before when he was still Malcolm Bivens. Uh, apparently they i was listening to some other show they said that they worked that out from his non compete like twelve hours or something so right like that they had their eye on him and and got him right in there so I'm assuming they have some plans for those too but other than that not very memorable right we're, we're trying to knock some off here we know we have thirteen to go still <laughs> or something uh yeah I did enjoy uh i mean
0: it's it, it felt like the. the a coalescence of the women's division though i did enjoy that chris thoughts uh, i mean
1: JR? well yeah is this this is when he said that uh well i got some more for jr we're gonna wait we'll I wait on wait. jr because it's a big one that i hate it really annoyed me um no this was good this match was a train wreck number one i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie this the match itself was not good but it was a means to an end uh like, like we fine. said before there yeah it was a mess it was just a mess it was you know, I mean, oh, but it God. told the story, right? I mean, we, that was a means to an end. I'm not knocking them. Like we said, I said it when we were watching the matches. This is where the problem lied was lying in the in the women's division. There's only so many times you could wrestle Tony Storm, Ruby Riot, or Ruby Soho, um, any of the other Jamie talented Hader, Jamie Hayter, any of the other experienced women's wrestlers on the on the division on the roster, and that was the issue that we had. That I had with Jade Cargill winning this championship belt in the first place was is that, you know, there are points where she needs somebody with a lot of experience in the ring with her. Fine. It's not a knock on her. Like we talked about, she's an experiment happening in front of our eyes and she's getting better every week. I did not understand. I wish they would have laid off the baddies. Um, This is a we've established Jade Cargill as a monster. She's unbeatable. She doesn't need two flunkies saving her in her matches. I think that that's a little silly, and I think it just was kind of not in line with what you're trying to do with this character. Uh, And Athena comes out and immediately reminds me why she makes me cringe every time I see her on the television. She was doing that NXT entrance, man. She was up on. She she was doing a little dance on the steps. Uh, Oh God, she is back to acting like no human being has ever acted on their way to a fight in their life. Um. Yeah, so I, I just I I don't understand I think it's like gotten to be a trope with this like sassy woman argument with the finger up in the face and and the head cocks. Britt, Britt Baker does it all the time. So women fight. You never saw women no, fight before? No, it's not how women fight. Get out there are <laughs> real women fighting on television, and it is much more dramatic and better than that. So um yeah, it's silly, and I wish that they would stop doing it. But, yeah, whatever. We're here. And, you know, their their women's division is definitely, like, in one night, filled itself out really well.
0: Um, We're building factions. That's what we're doing. That's AEW. We had a whole episode about it last week. Yep. We're building factions. Now we got lady factions. It's about time. They needed to start doing this. Brent, any more thoughts on this?
2: Chris, man, uh, women really fighting not real women fighting just yeah. slight like yeah. correction. as opposed to the robot women, that are fighting.
0: <laughs> the women made of clay
2: <laughs> there
0: you go um six man tag match house of black versus death triangle with alex Eberhantes and the little tiny uh, uh, uh Penta obscuro in the ring came uh, to the ring this is fun and we get the uh finally we get the uh what's her name the 19-year-old girl that turned evil, Brandon. What's her name?
1: <laughs> Cheerleader Melissa. Yeah.
0: What's her name? Uh, Julia geez, Hart. Julia Hart. Julia, Julia Hart. Hart. Shows up and sprays black stuff in uh, a Pac's, Pac's face, and now he's blind again. And um, pretty good match. Brandon, thoughts?
2: I thought this was really entertaining, but uh, the ending was probably the first time of a few times throughout this pay-per-view, which comes up usually where it's like, couldn't? Did we have to save every? culmination of every plot line for this one night where uh they ended a pretty awesome match with a the like zombification of julia blackheart so i loved it i thought it was a fun match
1: Chris, let's... yeah i'm with you on this one i thought this was really fun i think it called i i think this is one of those things where there are times in in, in watching wrestling where you know, WWE is guilty of this, where it's like, you should have ended it. Where are we going to go from here? And this was one that just needed to end. So ending it at a pay-per-view, you, you, this like lower level of, of sending the fans home happy with a conclusion, um, <clears throat> excuse me, it was pretty good. Uh, yeah, I was, I was, I I thought it was good. I, I really enjoyed it. I liked everybody involved in this match, so it was a lot of fun to watch. That looked good.
0: All right, next up, uh, this is where uh bathroom break happened. I was actually uh at this point while we were watching live, I'd been holding a poop in. And I was holding it in for a specific match. And it was here <laughs> that I had to go. Uh the Owen Hart Foundation tournament finals. Um I'll say it now, we were watching it live and as soon as Adam Cole came out with Bret Hart uh Owen Hart pants on, we were like, well, we know who the, well, plus Samoa Joe had a title, we knew he wasn't wasn't going to win. We were like, okay, I guess he's winning. And then when the second match, and we'll talk about both, Britt Baker comes out and she had matching gear. We knew who was winning that. <laughs> so Adam Cole defeated Samoa Joe via pinfall. And uh, Britt Baker defeated Ruby Soho via pinfall. Um, and then they had a presentation. And Owen Hart's wife, whose name escapes me. Do we know who her name is? Brandon Chris. Martha. 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 Sloan. My, slow and what? Slow and slow, hard?
1: Slow and hard. Cheerleader Martha, Martha Hart
0: came out, and she did a little speech, and uh, there you go. Brand thoughts?
2: Yeah, the only thing I'll say about this whole thing is I, Tony Khan, the little fucking creep, I saw this news article today that was like, well, I – paid for another hour of pay-per-view time, which I didn't even know that you had to do. You had to pay by the hour for pay-per-view. I thought it just went on as long as it was. Right. You are hosting the event because I didn't want to impact Martha Hart. I wanted to let her talk for as, as much time as possible. So basically, like, if the one criticism was that the show's too long, blame Martha Hart. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> no, I dig- and I'm like, you fucking bozo, they're long every time. You don't need to throw... Owen Hart's mother under the, bu- <laughs> under the bus as to why it's, this was an hour wife. longer.
0: Owen Hart's wife. It's wife. She like his wife. Sorry. Yeah. It may look like his mother now, but she, he died a long time ago. Um. Regardless, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I watched the old Scrum, too. And uh, yeah, he'd mentioned that. He also mentioned that they, uh, before the show, they had mentioned that uh, Tony had bought an extra hour to cover any possibility of the. NBA game going into overtime, which we were sitting around thinking, talking about it, and I was like, you think anybody's like last minute, like, oh, shit, this NBA game went really long. Let me see if the AEW is on. Let me drop 50 bucks real quick. Check it out. I don't don't
1: know. No. You'd have to rent it at time. (laughs) Yeah. Uh,
0: Chris Lutz?
1: Yeah, you know, you took all the... um, I couldn't even remember these matches now that we're bringing them up. Uh, and I'm a big Samoa Joe fan, you know, and I can't remember these matches. And I think the reason why is because of what you just said. You took any, uh, any semblance of, um, surprise out of those matches, uh, with Adam Cole coming out and Owen Hart here. As soon as I see, we said it, he came out in pink. He's winning. And it wasn't even, I said that Britt Baker was winning, before we even saw her, because now you're gonna have the couple win the Owen Hart Tournament, yeah, the Owen also, Hart Cup, and it was like, okay, Britt that...
0: Baker doesn't lose as well,
1: which is yeah, she never loses. Um, who she fucking no? Um, <laughs> who? God. who uh, now I know I'm only kidding. Um, I'm trying to be a wrestling fan. Um, no, it's. Uh, it it, it it was just so obvious it was painfully obvious and like you said Samoa Joe has a title and he has a story as uninteresting as it is he is doing something and Adam Cole was doing nothing and then he comes out in the Owen oh, it was just too many things were written on the wall for that and it just took me right out of it and the second match is the same thing she came out when Britt Baker came out in pink it was the same thing you knew who was going to win and then you were like, how are they going to have Adam Cole standing up there with Ruby Riot? Ruby Riot. Ruby, Ruby Soho. Whatever her name is now. Ruby Soho. We didn't talk about uh, aged metal, half ass metal guitar player using guitar as gun. We didn't talk about that.
0: So let me talk about that real quick. So Britt Baker has a, a guitar player um, playing her out to the ring. Her the Athena Fozzie guy. Hold on, I I haven't revealed that part yet. Gee, sorry. So he plays, and there's like these long shots of him playing guitar, staring at the at the the camera for like a minute of this playing to the ring, and then finally we're go, we're watching, we're like, who the fuck is this dude? Who is this dude? Is this Marty Friedman? Who is you know, like we couldn't figure out who the fuck this dude is, and then they put it at the bottom, we're like, oh, it's a guitar player for Fuzzy. I was like, okay.
1: You want to talk about We're, Keith Richards out here? This is some fucking clown playing guitar. Well, let let's let's put it in perspective, put it in context here. Uh our friend that was over was is an aged guitar player. Yes, he is. And a and a metal and hardcore guitarist. And <laughs> he knows a lot about these like, you know, uh, even the cheesy metal guitar players. He knows who they all are and he had no fucking clue who this dude was. He guessed he said, I think
0: he's the the player for Fozzie, but the not, it, like, it wasn't revealed. It was revealed too late. I was like, what the hell is this? Like, don't you let us know that right off the bat? Right. like,
1: And bro, playing around to the ring, for those at home or in the audience that have no idea who this old man is. Well, you know, that's, but AEW is like, well, you know, I mean, if you don't know who it is, maybe you should just watch BTA.
2: That's true. <laughs> Brandon thoughts. No, that's it. Fucking Brutus Fozzie was their was their big.
0: Brutus
2: yes. What do you think his name is? I don't know. Bobby Fozzie? I think he's Chuck uh,
0: Salamanca. Woolery. Chuck Salamanca, I'm Chuck- say his name is. Um. Uh, so Britt Baker wins. I don't know what this means. Does this mean they get a title match? Do we know? Is there any bragging rights? I don't
2: know. Yeah. What is this? Does Just she get the carrier a, carry a trophy? They gave him a belt. Britt- Richard Ward, also known by his stage name, The Duke. Oh, the Duke of oh, the Duke. Duke. Oh, the, the Duke. The Duke. Isaac Hayes, not Yes. One. Did you hear Grunge New were... York? If they, like, you wonder if this is becoming a big deal, and then shit like that just validates that it, it very much is not. That the Rich the Duke Fozzie is like, has a, a major one minute plus appearance during this event, which is just bananas. Very awkward. Uh, next
0: up. This is where
2: I wanted to poop.
0: Six-person mixed tag match. <laughs> Marcus' top team of Ethan Page, Scopio Sky, and um, Paige Van Zant Defeated Frankie Gazarian, Sammy Guevara, and Ty Conti via pinfall. <sighs> Brandon Fuzzle
2: this is when I, I uh dropped out i'm like i just this thing's going on for far too fucking long let's cut it from here instead of the end so full transparency i skipped this and i skipped kyle o'reilly too because he's pretty boring even though i heard the match was good lots.
1: um i'm gonna have to say that this was probably the most important match of the night
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh and the reason okay. being was you know scopio sky winning or um the shitbag and his girlfriend losing meant that this storyline between all these people is now officially fucking over. It's over. He can't yeah. challenge for that title anymore. Nice. Good fucking riddance. Go wrestle
0: on Dark. Scapio is going to lose the title immediately, and then we're going to get him back
1: in the title picture again.
0: No. Paige Van Zandt looked pretty good out there, though, man, for a first ever she match. Did. I was a big fan.
1: She wasn't putting her fingers in anybody's
0: face, though, was she? She had a big hiney. All right, Um. Uh, next up, uh, singles match. Kyle O'Reilly defeated Darby Allen. I didn't pay attention to any of this. How was it, Chris?
1: It was Kyle O'Reilly versus Darby Allen. I think that writing, it was a pointless match under with two minutes. dudes that are fun. It was under 10 minutes. Um. I said it to you uh, the other night. I say it all the time. I think that Kyle O'Reilly is one of the best sellers in professional wrestling. I don't think he gets enough credit for it, um, but you know he's. This is where th- this guy is. Go, go, let him fight for the TNT Championship. There's his spot. Get him out of the tag team. Get him, you know, have him be always. Have, I think he should always be a heel because he's kind of good as a heel, but just just have him go fight uh, Scopio now. And um, is there
0: any yeah. reason that this show should have been this match should have been on besides to get Darby Allen on the card and then have him lose? That's the question there was no reason this 10 minutes yeah Martha
2: no fucking Martha Hart fucked it all up
1: absolutely fucking
0: not there did no reason this should have been on here
1: no this is a main this is a great main event for Rampage
0: yep that's uh, it singles match for the AEW World's Women's World Championship Thunder Rosa wearing the uh, she had a custom made get up on that had the name of the Uvalde Texas school like I said Uvalde on it for the school that got shot up um, which is pretty cool, and she's gonna she's gonna auction it off, and proceeds go to the families, which is pretty cool. She defeated uh, Serena D. Pretty damn good match. Brandon thoughts?
2: Yeah, that is cool. They I I like that. I think it was on Dynamite. They addressed that that happened and didn't just avoid it because it was like that day. But then they cut to fucking Excalibur, and it's like it. it n- there's nothing funny about the situation at all, but it is kind of ridiculous as like. Talk Massive. about something so serious since a guy in a, in a luchador mask. Oh, this is the
0: world we're in. This is so
2: bizarre. <laughs> Everything with him trying to be
0: serious is always funny. Anytime well, uh,
2: he has to handle something serious in a luchador mask, I'm like, oh, man, wait. this is a tough look. So, Here's
0: so a segue. segue. What are you going to
1: do? Give it to JR, and he's
0: like,
1: people. this will segue pretty good. So, you know, uh, without getting into it too deep, we were. Um, the wedding of Charlotte Flair and Andrade was this weekend. Yes, and Jimmy had made a mention like I want my wedding to be like that, and I said, what with aged luchadors shirtless with giant belt buckles and masks on, and he, that's what because
2: that's what it was, yeah. and it was fucking awesome. So this is the world we're in. This yeah. is the world we're in, dude. Charlotte fucking hates her dad. I was I was analyzing those wedding photos and videos, and she's given the fakest little. Tight-lipped smile every time Rick is touching her. I think she's ready to, for, like, at any point for him to embarrass her.
0: I think she lives that life. You could
2: just feel it, yeah. yeah.
0: Did you ever see anyway? The, um, this match. Was, oh, sorry, yeah, I'm just gonna totally change the subject because it doesn't really matter. Did you ever see the they did the ride-along series on WWE Network where Charlotte and Ric Flair rode along in a rental car, and Flair just fucking moaned the whole fucking time. I didn't see that one.
2: Oh, my God,
0: no. It's a good one. And she's just, like, mortified looking that this fucking grandpa is just complaining the whole ride. She's like, come on, Dad. Have some fun. What's like, he complaining about? He wanted a limousine.
1: Oh, well. You want get car?
0: He's got a fucking He's like,
1: I'm to oh, get a new car. Unless he's got car seal.
0: <laughs> get a car. I just get a car. car of course you'll. So the match is good, right, Brandon?
2: Yeah, I thought this was—I thought this was really entertaining. Everything they do is intentional. Like probably the highest quality women's title match they've had. I think it's important for any of these belts, especially that women's one, after what Britt Baker did, to like get off to a hot start uh, with your tenure as champion. And uh, Thunder Rosa nailed that there.
0: Yeah, Chris, thoughts?
2: Died. fantastic! Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed this. This is one of
0: the ones I was really looking forward to on this uh, card. Yeah, she rules, Thunder Rosa. So Serena Deep. And uh, this was a damn good match. And thank God it didn't come after this match. Anarchy in the Arena match. The Jericho Appreciation Society of Chris Jericho, Danny Garcia, Jake Hager, and Angelo Parker, and Matt Menard defeated the Blackpool Combat Club and Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz versus by technical submission... Man, they would have been fucked. They would have been a dead duck if they came after this match. Brandon,
2: thoughts? I mean, holy shit, man. I won't take up too much time. I'll let you guys go, but more of this. I don't know how you can... I imagine live this wasn't a blast for people there because you probably can't see most of it, but if somehow you can figure out the formula to like do a lot of this without ruining it for the live crowd, it doesn't. this is what we like. like it just doesn't get any more fucking entertaining than, than this match, but... I'll let you guys extrapolate. Chris, go ahead. I'll let you go first.
1: This is right now like a half a step below Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn.
0: And I disagree. I think it's above that. You think so? It's the best match of 2022 by far.
1: I, I think that it's right there. And this is, listen, the bar with knoxville and zane that set the bar for me extremely high so to say that it's just a matter it's not like one did anything better it's just i think i got more laughs out of holy shit than holy shits you know what i mean i mean you have pontius and a That speedo that (laughs) maybe what puts it over we man was body slamming people that may have been what put it over but man was this fucking match great i mean just the fact that they went the first half maybe more with wild thing playing on an end on a a loop loop. it was on a fucking (laughs) loop i mean this was fmw 19 what 93 i mean it was just like it was so good everybody was so good in it 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 They, I'm going to point out something that I don't know. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen it, but let me just, it's just occurred to me. One of the biggest things in this match that happened out of all the craziness, right? All the insanity that happened. The biggest thing that happened was it put Danielson over as a fucking badass because he kicked the shit out of Jake Hager. Jake Hager supposed to be the big MMA guy. He beat the shit out of Hager and Jericho at the same time, and I think that that might get glossed over. But don't forget Big Ang as well. He looked <laughs> so fucking good in this match that I mean it was just yeah it was this was I can't say enough good things about this. The fact that that um, this Mox wrestled with- in his vest. Yes, <laughs> god Jim, I don't want to talk too much about it.
0: So, yeah, as soon as the match started and the music started playing and they immediately ran into the crowd, the first thing I said, I was like, this is fucking FMW. This is amazing. Then the music doesn't stop. And we were saying, like, man, it would be amazing if they just played Wild Thing the whole fucking match. Jericho comes over to the the fake soundboard, which looked like a cable box, and he goes, he goes, he looks at the camera and goes, I fucking hate this song. And starts smashing the soundboard. The music stops. It was so nuts. So, you know, Brandon, you said, like, it was a situation where it was like if you were there, you kind of couldn't see everything, but they had shit all over the re- arena. So if you wanted to see it, you could watch one of the fights. There was shit happening in the concourse. There was shit happening in the ring. There was two other fights going on. They went in the fucking. There's the whole, thing, the whole thing with the fucking merch and the mustard. And the guy that was with us at watching the show it hates mustard. And he was like, "Oh my god, it's disgusting." They go into the fucking freight elevator. So it's Daniel Garcia and fucking uh, – uh, uh, uh what the fuck's is his name? God damn it. Eddie Kingston. They go into the freight elevator, and we're like, they're dead. I was like – we theorized what was going to happen. Two weeks from now, suddenly a freight elevator in another building opens up, and they're still fighting. <laughs> that that would be amazing. It was so choppy and fucked up. Like all the coverage, the cuts were real bad. You could not miss Jericho basically talking to everybody the whole time. He's having full conversations out in the open about what to do here, where to go there, what to do that. But it was so fucking chaotic and so much fun. And I was thinking about this after the match and after the show and after a couple of days to digest. You know, this match was – this show in general was full of screw-ups. Like stuff went wrong. Guys missed spots. Guys fell. Guys fell. Uh, uh, apparently everybody was trying to fucking sharpshooter, but nobody could know knew how to use one. But this is what we like about AEW. If we want to watch the refined, clean, perfectly cut, perfectly edited show, there's two of them on. It's one of the biggest trades, the p- biggest fucking wrestling company in the world. But it's fucking boring. We like this. This is what we want. This was totally different than anything else in the card. It was absolutely insane, and it was like done in 25 minutes. And then they showed the poor staff. There was pictures of the poor staff cleaning up after him. This was fucking brilliant. And like yeah, Chris I mean I'm going to re- reiterate what Chris said. Dana Bryant looked like a fucking maniac in this. And he took the loss. He takes the loss and he still didn't, looked fucking amazing. He didn't, he didn't he didn't tap out. He didn't exactly get pinned. He passed
1: out. Cuz he's fucking nuts. This he is passed out. Right. He got he passed out getting choked with a wing, with a ring rope right. and a ha- and getting having a half crab on him. Right. He's getting he's bent fucked. in every direction. Um, can I just say that back to what you said? Production gaffes abound. I mean, periods where they were showing Jericho and he was talking to the ref. Full conversation. Full blown conversation. She's and leaning my over opinion, and he's like bah,
0: bah, 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 and the other yeah. guy's like selling an injury. Like they should have cut away to any other right. shot. We were complaining during the match, but good but it took nothing
1: away from it. Right? I mean it took nothing away from it. And it's certainly not Jericho's fault. No, he's he's he, I mean look, if you go into that match or you go into you would assume that if you go into any match with Jericho, I don't care if there's 100 guys in the match, right? If you go into a match with and Jericho's a part of it, he's the captain. Yeah. He's the one that tells everybody where they got to do and where they got to go and what they got to do, including the ref. Right. But, yeah, this match was tremendous. We didn't even um, mention Eddie Kingston co- shows up with a fucking well, gas can. Go ahead. Okay. So now you mentioned it. I didn't notice this when it happened. Eddie Kingston comes down with a gas can. Fucking amazing. I mean, amazing. So good. He's bleeding. That's and what face is fucked. He's got blood all over his Yankee What shirt. a visual. I mean, just, a, yeah. I'll Man. never forget that. That will always come this to my is, mind when I think of him now. This is one of the, you know, watching wrestling my entire life, I'm a 46-year-old man, I've been watching wrestling almost my entire life, and that image is burned in my brain, up there with Hogan dropping the leg on Savage, up there with fucking... The fucking Zamboni and the beer truck. I mean, these are things that you don't forget. Right. Moments. And that's one I'll never they forget. Because I can't remember. The other company talks about moments all the time. This I, is absolutely up there. I can't remember a, a wrestling match from beginning to end to save my fucking life. And most wrestling fans can't. It's the moments that you remember. He's coming down to the ring with a gas can. This story, He's he was burned alive two weeks ago. This story tells itself. Excalibur, I didn't catch this until I watched it on, uh, I saw the clip on Instagram, because we were like talking and screaming, and he didn't hear the commentary, Excalibur says Eddie Kingston's got a can of gasoline, and Jim Ross goes, well, we don't know what it is, we think it's gasoline, but we're not sure, what the fuck are you doing, this can from the Orient, (laughs) what the fuck are you doing, dude? I've gotten to the point, I said this last week, I'll say it again. This dude is starting to look like he'd rather be anywhere but where he is. Right? I think this is pure conjecture that this dude thought that by working with AEW, it was going to catapult him back into the WWE. And he may be realizing now that it's not. And now he's not interested. And I'm going to reverse it all the way back. To New Japan coming to the U.S. and playing the Pyramid in San Diego, I believe it was. And he's doing commentary, Josh Barnett. Fucking shit all over everything they did the entire show. That didn't make any sense. Why did he do that? That didn't make any sense. Why did he do that? And then after the show was over, he goes, I don't know what just happened here. I'm going back to Oklahoma. Fuck this dude! Like it's just like you got Eddie Kingston coming down. Look at that fucking visual, unforgettable, burned into our brain. And this fucking dude kind of shits on it because wrist wouldn't do it like this, Bill Watts wouldn't do it like this, Bill Watts, and I work for for, for Paul Bosch, you see. And well, luckily, like, luckily we were, you, we were having
0: too much fun to listen to
1: his dumbass. Well, yeah, and Excalibur goes, well, that's – he says something. I can't quote it because I don't remember exactly, but he says something to the effect of, well, that's what's usually hauled in cans that look like that. <laughs> like, Shut the fuck up.
0: Brandon, I'm going to shoot oh, over to you. At one more point. So Eddie Kingston comes in the ring. You know, for, for listeners at home, we're just going over. If you've already seen it, that's fine. Comes in the ring, he dumps the gasoline on Jericho and Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson loses his fucking shit, starts going after Kingston. The two of them start punching the shit out of each other, which has been teased. It's been teased for a couple weeks. Also, there was an interview, there was like a whole pre-show build-up to the show, where Eddie Kingston was saying, I
2: fucking hate you. I hate you, Jericho.
0: Dude, Eddie Kingston is fucking amazing. Brandon, go ahead. Thoughts?
2: Yeah, you guys nailed it. I mean, like, what does he think is in there? Fucking Neosporin? Eddie's he's coming out there covered in blood to, to help everybody out? Like, why say anything? Sav. It's a salve for all the cunts, yeah. everybody. It's, it's a <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> he's got the, the uh, gas can of aloe vera. Um, it's, it's so fucking dumb. I think he's like, like, sometimes I get it. Like, he's just... This isn't the way he wants it to be done, and he's old, and he, he's, some of these kids get on his nerves, and it's like so, they sometimes they get on my nerves too. But boy, not the fucking time. I, he's clearly a, over the hill times a thousand at this point. But I don't want you know I, I don't want to take away from the match at all outside of that. Just so fucking entertaining, and like you said, Eddie Kingston coming out with the looking like the uh, Men in Black, the Sugar Water guy. Like, yes, the Sugar Water with, dude. <laughs> with the with the well, well, alien with the well, other face on, he's just well, like yeah. staggering. And Excalibur sets it up so perfectly. He's like, "This is—he's not coming to wrestle at this point. This—he wants to kill Chris Jericho. That's what he's coming to do." And you're like, "Oh fuck!" He's clearly concussed. He can barely walk, and he wants more blood. It's like just fantastic, man. I, uh, more of this, please. It was—that's the, the, the type of shit that's like reinvigorating, right? Yeah. You, you go six hours, and you, you at least get that twenty-five minutes where it's like you let these guys out there. They—they they have something up their sleeve beyond anything I've seen before. <laughs> And we knew it was – I mean, watching at home, you knew it was going to be bloody as soon as they came out
0: in all white. The Jericho Appreciation Society were like, oh, fuck, they're wearing white. They're doomed. This is great. I can't talk enough about it. You know, I just fucking love it. I love Eddie Kingston. My my computer just gave an update saying we have polluted air in
2: Philadelphia right now. Nice. Yeah, Brandon. Um, Old news. I I love Eddie Kingston and just like the cutoff Yankees. T shirt, like something you would wear to do yard work. Like, he's just, it not it doesn't care that he's on TV. He's like, I'm coming out of here to fucking work, man. This is, That guy rules. Fucking like Foreman Mills. Chris, any final thoughts on this
1: us give some. Yeah, sorry. Let's give some credit to uh, Squarehead from 2.0, dude. He took off.
0: Oh, a- no. <laughs> his face was so big and red. He looked like one of the blockheads from Gumby. Oh, God. Yeah, a great shit, man. Definitely go out of your way to check it out if you haven't seen. It. Follow up three-way tag match. This is this was tough to follow up, but they actually did a pretty good job. This was a lot of fun. This match three-way tag match for the AEW World Tag Team Championship. Jurassic Express defeated Keith Lee, Swerve Strickland, and Team Taz. Uh, Ricky Starks on the top rope doing the fucking poses <laughs> nut himself. Ricky Starks is a fucking is amazing.
2: This was a lot of fun. This match. Brandon thoughts. Yeah, Ricky Starks taking Kota Bushi's- Role as a guy that lands on his neck repeatedly there in a match where you think he's <laughs> going to kill himself. Oh my god, I I had the ability like because I watched it not live to take a break after that. So coming back to this fresh instead of going right into it, I thought this was also fucking excellent. I really thought that they were going to take the belts off of those two. Shocked that uh, they didn't actually. Not yeah, I don't particularly care either way that the if they do or they didn't. But I was kind of surprised to not see that right. come to an end there. Um, Keith Lee, like as corny as he can be. At times, when that dude comes sprinting into a front flip outside of the ring, it's just bananas every time. That's, right, <laughs> what a nightmare to try to take that. So the I thought that yeah, we were really good stuff again. Chris, yeah, I mean it's that
1: was to me the Ricky Stark show. He's the only one that really did anything. I love I loved
0: Hobbs in it. I thought fucking no, Surf I mean it, and Keith Lee were great. The only guys I didn't care about with Jurassic Express.
1: He just, I'm just saying that like Ricky, they, they were, it was a good match. I really enjoyed it. Everybody was really good in it. Well, I guess what I'm saying is like, you know, pro, uh, props to, 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 to uh, Ricky Starks. He does different shit every match. <laughs> like up. his shit. He's shit. Like getting his shit in is just different ways of acting like an asshole. Mm-hmm. And I love it. The guy's fucking great. And he saw me because the first time I saw him, I was like, dude, this guy is in, this guy looks like paper cutter indie dude. And then he just fucking, when he, when I, when he, when he, when he started doing the, my neck. Yeah.
2: It <laughs> was that was like, ah, oh, his dude rolls. Yeah, Brandon. How about that little clip that you sent us, Jim, of Ricky Starks yelling at that fan? That, is, oh, that type so of good. shit is just so good. So brilliant. I what he says. He's like, you miss. He's like. Yeah, you said so you daddy, missed him, Your like daddy like, should have missed when he came in your mother's
0: pussy, bitch, or something. Yeah, like <laughs> excuse so my language. So
2: guys. Yeah, said <laughs> wild ass shit. It was fucking insane. That fan was right. <laughs>
0: that, no, the fan was probably like, "Yay!" I he recognized me, acknowledged me. He probably his that's his insane. Twitter bio probably says was called a bitch by Ricky oh,
2: once. Oh, a gazillion percent, dude. Mm-hmm. But that's another thing that I need like ten times more of is. Like the last matches, there's little clips that leak out of these guys just trashing people in the front row. I don't get enough of that.
1: I forget who it was years ago where somebody yelled in the ring, You suck! And they looked at him like, No, I don't suck. Like that kind of <laughs> shit. I love that shit.
0: Singles match for the AEW World Championship. CM Punk defeated Adam Page. The Hangman's reign is over. Brandon thoughts.
2: Good stuff. Uh, a lot of build up to the Adam Hangman Page story. I imagine some of these AEW diehards were hoping that it was going to go on for a year, eighteen months. I don't see this as like an end to a story at all. I think it's an appropriate like end of a first act for someone that hopefully has a ten year career with them. Like wasn't the wasn't my favorite title run, but that's okay. He's a likable dude. He he came off very well throughout it. Um, losing to CM Punk, the biggest fucking name going actively right now probably right. I don't yeah. Know, maybe is in the like, company. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, nothing yeah. to, uh, be ashamed of at all. CM Punk, uh, didn't look great for a couple spots there. He couldn't get that buckshot lariat two times in a row at the end. I think uh, yeah, that inevitably takes you out of it a mm. little bit, but he's so good in those situations that it, it, it really didn't bother me. Like I would, uh, it could, if it was someone else, like, I, I almost think he's better when things go off course a little bit, but, uh, yeah i think uh tony said what they they knew their first four champions i'm, I'm sh- assuming when they uh mapped out those four they didn't know cm punk was available so mm-hmm. obvious number five there I'm excited to see what he can do uh he's kind of dan- walking this tightrope that only the best can do kind of where it's like not not totally a heel but the heel stuff leaks out and uh Still, I think, in babyface territory. I don't know. Sure. So That's, a, that's like, the, the toughest spot to be in. Hopefully, you can stay there as long as possible.
0: I think we're going to have a faction of
2: uh, Adam Page diehard
0: fans that are going to start building him, which is going to happen. And we're already starting the CM Punk's just a w, another WWE guy coming going to just ruin it for everybody. W gets stopped signing these WWE guys burying the town aid, you know, these fucking idiots online. So it's only a matter of time before he turns heel. I, I thought that he might get a little bit more heelish, but this was pretty much two baby faces going at it. And just to, before I go to Chris, just to point out, I, I, CM Punk does a great job of, like, so he screws up two buckshot lariats, but at no point did he lose his composure. Did he, like, you know, like, what do we do next? He kind of just, like, Tried it out, kneeled down for a while, put his arm on his knee like it might have hurt. You know what I mean? He made it part of the story, and it—I mean—it kind of comes across as like he's a guy that's not as young as he used to be. But yeah. the, you know, he's the hottest guy in the fucking company.
2: I'm assuming Hangman improv too, there when he like pretended he was going to do the go to sleep back to him. They like that was yeah. that's good shit that yeah. they work back and forth like that, especially at the top of the card of their quarterly pay per view. So. Yeah, you know, respect and uh, didn't go didn't go past me. I appreciate that kind of shit. So, yeah. got
1: No, he hit the nail on the head. I think CM Punk probably, you know, he's a great improviser. Is um, a guy that uses a finisher that he's never used before, gonna nail it perfectly every time. That doesn't really seem. That seems less realistic. And when he didn't nail it, they said, "Well, you know, this guy doesn't use this move all that often. He's not really? gonna be able to just pull it off." So adds that little aspect of realism to it. Uh, I was surprised. To,
0: just to, just to dive in real quick. It adds like a, like a level of complexity to perfect what the Hangman does pretty naturally in his finisher. Like you got to work really hard at this, and this is something that only the Hangman can do. You know what I mean?
1: It was it, it, it worked into it. Go ahead, Chris. No, it's uh, you know just great improv on everybody's everybody's. Uh, in everybody's case on that match, it was just a great match altogether. So, very good. Tough to follow that anarchy in the arena. They did it, you know, and uh, yeah, because I mean that 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 both of those matches after anarchy in the Re- arena could have been buried. They really could have, and they both did a great job of pulling something off that was entertaining after this crowd was already gassed out from that ridiculous match. So,
2: good job by everybody.
0: Very fun show. Brandon, final thoughts on this
2: before we talk, no, start talking say, about the post and I I will say um, to the CM Punk like Hangman Page people that are gonna boo him. I get that uh, Hangman is like Mister Fucking AEW. This is his show. He loves it. I'm not really feeling that angle as to like that CM Punk isn't an AEW guy. Like right. is anybody in the in the wrestling universe that was begging for an opportunity like this more than CM Punk? I wouldn't. I can't think of anybody. So let's like let's not go there too long. Where it's the CM Punk's like a uh, phony guy out for a payday. It's a lot better stuff you can do with somebody on the back end of their career. It's great on the mic.
0: I mean, that's I'm talking about the fan base. On storyline, I don't see them doing that. Well,
2: different. they so they they did like a the yeah. whatever it was the dynamite the night before. They were like, this is my fucking show. Or Hangman Page was screaming at him, "This is my show. I care about this. This is my home. You're not taking anything from me." Like they were leaning down that angle that as if CM Punk wasn't an AEW guy. It's like let's not do this. But yeah. anyway, go.
0: Um, so, uh, I watched the presser, the Tony, the Tony, Tony Scrum, where he lost his fucking mind defending CM Punk against Eric Bischoff. Like who cares? He, uh, people asked him questions about MJF. He didn't talk about it. Any MJF situation. He didn't talk about the people asking the questions. Didn't press any issues whatsoever. They basically were just like happy to be there. Tony Khan, multiple times went on huge rants about, how long the pay-per-view was defending the length of the pay-per-view. He also mentioned that he was on AOL chats with Lou Um, he was talked about how much he works, which he was just didn't say I work a lot. He basically was like, yeah, I had to go to the the, the show here. Then I flew to Philadelphia because I had to talk to, uh, Doug Peterson. then we flew to the draft and then I had to fly back out. This dude fucking, there ain't enough hours in the day for this guy.
2: And, um, uh, he comes off as a major cook at brain Yeah, he's a weird fuck. Uh, it's one of the things I'm interested in as AEW is like a business uh, as opposed to just like the TV show piece of it. This is the saving grace to pro wrestling for all these guys. And I'm enjoying watching them having to work around this guy digging holes for himself and everybody else every time he talks. He looks he comes off as really young. Uh, he's not yeah, that young. He's I, not. I, I feel like he's... I'm
0: always shocked that his voice is as deep as it is. I always assume he's like got this little squeaky voice because of the way he looks, all tweaky and everything. Like, hey man, yeah, man. but he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm totally Khan.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's some weird shit there. Um, I, I, I don't totally like – without going back in the MJF thing, I don't really know where how he's trying to handle this. I thought it would have been fucking great if he just told the story from his perspective. Mm-hmm. Who doesn't come over – like if you were actually trying to, to uh, have a negotiation with this guy that has no leverage, wouldn't it be awesome to just go out and say, yeah, he wants two years on his deal or he wants no more years on his deal. He wants way more money. It's, some, it's somebody that we've clearly invested our time and energy into. He's not as big of a name as the guy he's not getting paid as much as. That's how this works. And just kind of nip the butt in it there. Nobody else would have had anything else to say. MJF would have looked like a fucking asshole. And I work from that spot. because uh, uh, But we don't get that. We don't get a lot of, of uh, owner ownership and accountability from this dude. Mm. So that's all, that's all I got. Yeah. Um,
0: what else did I want to say? Oh, also, um, during the pay-per-view, we get a scene of uh, Andrade El Idolo. He says he's oh. sick and tired of the AFO. It's a bunch of fucking losers. And he's sitting in this white room, he's got a suit on and at the front the door knocks. And there isn't a person alive that pays attention to this paper this <laughs> this podcast that didn't think. Old ass Ric Flair is behind that door. <laughs>
1: You're fucking right.
0: We we thought for sure, but who comes walking in? Good old Rouch of Los Ingobernables. <laughs> so we got Rouch and Andrade El Idolo. Together, which should be fun. Chris, go ahead.
1: Let's go back. Can we go back to the to the press conference?
0: Yeah, sure. I just want sure. to bring that yeah, up yeah. because yeah, yeah, at yeah One yeah, point yeah. I wanted to make was that no one asked him about Roosh. <laughs> all they cared about I mean, it was like, "What the fuck, dude? What he's, is he's, who is like?" My, my thing is that it's a press conference. You have a chance. You'll never have this chance with Vince McMahon to sit down after a pay per view and pick his brain. All you do is. Just give them the softest fucking questions. Don't prod at all. Like like when you say like, um, oh, I'm not going to talk about the MJF situation. Okay, Um, uh, another question. How about um, what would you do if MJF didn't show up? Like what was your backup plan? That's fine. You're still not talking about the MJF situation, but do you have a backup plan? That's a simple question that would have gotten a little bit more information than we did. We got nothing out of this fucking presser. Except for Tony Khan yeah, there's one time I was in this- <laughs> You were there. It was- <laughs> yeah, I remember you were there too. Remember that time? Yeah, hey, John, how you doing? Did you get to answer your question? You get to ask your question? That's great. Is there something wrong? Oh, no? Okay, okay. That's what it was like. It was completely frenetic, but Chris, go
1: ahead. So what's his... Yeah, it's- this-, this whole situation, like what the fuck do these people care what Eric Bischoff has to say? Because
0: just like anybody online, who the fuck cares about what... um. Who's that guy that's the big podcaster guy? Nobody cares. Conrad? 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 No, not in wrestling in the real world. The guy Joe the Rogan? Guy. Joe Rogan. Who gives a fuck? People do. do. Millions of people that listen to him do. So, I mean, if, I, if I'm a business owner,
2: I wouldn't give a shit. I wouldn't even mention no. the name.
0: You own a business. To be
2: fair, though, to Chris's point. Okay. Nobody gives a fuck what Joe Rogan says, but it's right. insane of someone that Joe Rogan criticizes that's running a business to right, right. address Joe Rogan. It's just right. like that's the weird part. Gunny gunny. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, why is he like your?
1: Why somebody <laughs> you ask the know, question when you when you are? Right, so, like, let's just relate this to like cocaine. Let's re- hey, cocaine. <laughs> cocaine. Let's relate this to. Boxing or MMA. Okay. If you're the champion, right, and the challenger comes up to you and says, I want to fight you, but I want to do it here, and we're going to do it this way, and that. No, I'm the champion. You have to come to me. I don't go down to you. I run AW. Now, I know the story behind where all this shit started with Bischoff. He said something about money. Well, what bi- bis- Tony Khan tweeted out that if Ted Turner knew uh, knew one like tenth of what Tony Khan knew about professional wrestling, WCW would still be in business. And Eric Bischoff took exception to that because Eric Bischoff knew Ted Turner, and it's like, dude, you have no idea what this guy accomplished. I mean, you're on two networks that bear his name, you know. Uh, so, just don't. You don't know this guy at all. Just stop. And that's where it all started. And then CM Punk said that him coming into AEW was as big as Scott Hall going into WCW, which was another thing. It was like, you no, know, it wasn't. You know, and it was just kind of silly. And then he just made some comments, and then everybody jumped in. And Tony Khan not being able to separate himself. Comments? Like, uh, uh, wrestling fans on Twitter. So, uh, make, wait. You make said, comments. He made comments. Who was who he? No, I. Bischoff? Bischoff. Bischoff made okay. those. Bischoff had had made had had said a few things. How Tony Khan was wrong about those two things.
0: I know that the thing that they that Tony Khan in particular was taking beef with was that Bischoff had said that Tony that uh CM Punk isn't making any money for. Oh, is it drawing any money. For that's with it, yeah, that. That sure was an done. actual question during the press or whatever happened. Whatever you're mentioning, yeah, 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 Maybe yeah. they got some old school beef. I don't fucking yeah. know. But he had mentioned something, and they brought it up in the presser, and then Tony just was like, "No, this motherfucker, he's fucking wrong. He makes so much fucking money, and and it's kind of funny because Sam Punk's just sitting there like,
2: I don't want w- w- to get involved in this. I'm not saying
0: I don't want to talk about money.
1: they probably worked this
0: out before, and they probably talked before, and it's like, who
1: cares? Well, yeah, I mean, he's just, you know, it's it's whatever it is. It's just so silly. Just can we not? Why? why? They're all. It's just like it shows you what wrestling is like.
2: Like I'm out. But I don't want to be out. Backbiter. I want to still be part of it. I love it. I love this shit, man. Like the fact that there's a this big of a company, and you get exposed to the little cokehead freak that's behind the scenes. Oh yeah, no, that out. is like that is
1: good. That is good.
0: I just the, wish adult, the people asking the questions were better. I wish it wasn't like a bunch of fucking blowjobs asking the questions. Just basically like not asking anything substantial. When you you get the guy for two hours, he sat there and answered answered questions. Answer anything because you didn't ask him anything. Well, just because happy they to be are there. Just, oh. They're happy to be part of the circle. That's all.
1: Yeah, and they're and they're afraid they're going to get thrown out of it. Yeah. And also, I'm sure any facts that they think that they'd be able to get from Tony Khan, they've already made up and typed. Right. Right. Any answers that they got, any facts that he could present to him, they were like, hmm, yeah, yeah, this sounds like this happened today. Let me. Davey, Davey M, and
0: and Brian Alvarez were both there. Like, what do you need both of them for? <laughs> what the. Fuck?
2: DVM. DVM. I wonder how far away was I am key- from like getting a fucking price pass to. I don't know.
0: We have to get the blue check mark at some point. Probably not too far. We could just start a blog. Yes. <laughs> Do you really want to put that much effort into something you're not getting paid for? No.
2: I don't. I don't know. I mean, this is. I. I think this is interesting stuff. Like it's just the. Uh, older I get, the bizarreness behind the scenes of, with all of these people doesn't exist anywhere else. Like part of me is, oh, like, no, yeah, I kind of want to do, <laughs> I gotta I do want to finagle my way behind the scenes. Yeah, I'm I spend also, not- I'm also, an,
0: I'm a, of the I don't care, just put off, just make it good. I don't care about how much money you make. I don't care who doesn't like who. I don't give a fuck. Nobody likes anybody really. You got about yeah. five people in your life you actually like. One of them you also- know, if you're lucky you're married
1: to. Also, I spend 90% of my working life surrounded by fucking people that are bizarre, that, sh- that can't hit the toilet and shit in the corner of the bathroom I'm <laughs> on Saturday night, so I don't fucking need anything else. I don't need to inject any other bizarre behavior. Just shut up. A bunch of People that know, I, I'm going to tell you how it is.
0: Well, this get an, is a, get an awesome. HR department, will you? Sh- Come on.
2: I'll do some research. Chris won't. That's it. A- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that
0: meant. What if um, I meant
2: about about uh, trying to get a press pass?
0: Trying to get a press pass. <laughs> um. So okay, coming out of this, do you, who do you see? Just off the top of your head, what do we what do we got going on for CM
2: Punk since he's the champ? Random. I don't know. I, I've actually tried not to think about it because I don't want to start being the fantasy booking guy. Uh, right. Yeah,
0: well, let's not do that.
2: But we don't even have to do it. Do you have anybody that's like exciting to you, or the only person I would
0: be excited that won the title coming out of this weekend? Maybe not soon, but at some point in the next twelve months, would be Eddie Kingston. I think that yeah. if Eddie Kingston won the title; it would be the biggest story in professional wrestling, bigger than Daniel Bryant coming from behind. Like, in I think it'd be massive.
2: That's their guy, right? That can like go nuclear.
0: He's already as I as mean, coming out of no, this. I can't wait to see what kind of reception he gets coming out of this on fucking television. I'm assuming he's feuding with uh, Brian Danielson at some point again. They don't like each other. Nobody gets along with Eddie Kingston. It's great. I love it. Especially with the WWE guys. He doesn't get along with them. Except for Mox. Former WWE guys, I should say.
2: Whatever that means. It's pretty much anybody, <laughs> anybody that left WWE is former WWE, <laughs> you know, who cares? You could do like all right, I'll I'll throw one out there. Now that I'm thinking about it. you could do Kingston Danielson and Moxley Punk. Mm-hmm. That would be fun because we never really got anything. I don't. I think maybe they wrestled once in WWE. Who's that? Mox Moxley and CM Punk. So yeah, I don't think. Yeah, maybe. So that's something that's like what we haven't seen before. But, yeah. All right, Chris thoughts?
1: No, I don't know. I think we're a few weeks out of anything. Yeah, we'll find out this week. I'm sure either this week or next week. Also, next next week, you're going to get a rematch between the two of them. That's usually how it works. I'd be surprised yeah. if it didn't. Out of uh, CM Punk and uh, Hangman, but then there's your, you know, there's your bolt. Then then that'll sprout from, it'll sprout from there. But there, I would assume that some of their we may get a holding pattern in storyline. Forbidden door. got up. Forbidden door coming. So some New Japan, somebody from New Japan may be coming. Yeah, to harass the shit out of CM Punk. And just not don't let it be Minoru Suzuki. No, oh, fucking Kenta. It's got to be Kenta. It's got. It would have oh, to be. He's right? still hurt
2: though. Ooh, the go to sleep.
1: I think
0: Kenta's still hurt. He hasn't been in. He got hurt at Wrestle Kingdom. And he got pretty fucked up. Yeah, he did. we watched that match. You got that fucking that uh, that ladder was unforgettable. Oh, that was,
1: that was the ladder to heaven. Oh my god. No. <laughs> Can I
2: stay where you? Go
1: yeah, can I help you, sir? Well, actually, that never happens at Home Depot. No, I no. track somebody down at Home Depot. I actually play a game when I go there. I walk around the aisles confused, just waiting to see how long it takes for somebody help to help me. They often yeah. go in Home Depot. Um, yes, excuse me. I need a um, what do they like a fiberglass like uh, like an what do they call that an A-frame ladder? Oh yes, sir. We have them over here. What size do you need? Ah, 123 feet, 60, 60 feet. Okay. He wants to to the moon. He, I want to be able to touch the top of the giant tree outside of my house. I got an acorn up there, I really want.
2: Like if I was standing here and I wanted to touch the roof of this Home Depot. Is, <laughs> do you have one like that? Yep, yeah, that one. I want to get by your roof. <laughs> do a little two step. Do okay, did uh, you have I anybody
0: who can strap it to the top of my uh, Ford Escort?
2: i us take it home. <laughs> I did love uh, Andrade, though, since we circled off of it. Chris is our in house impressionist. I don't want to steal the thunder, but that promo was so fucking funny when he just comes in and he's like, I did not come to AEW to lose.
0: (laughs) It was so good.
2: Like that was uh, like fucking so funny how serious. All of this shit is so serious.
0: Let me ask you this. Yes. So
1: Roosh comes in. Yes. No reaction from the audience. I don't know if they did or not. I couldn't tell. Sometimes they play it. Sometimes they don't. Okay. Yeah. If these guys, if the AEW fan base, if Tony Khan thinks that they don't watch New Japan, does he think they're watching fucking AAA?
0: He was a he was in Ring of Honor.
1: Oh, that's right. He was. He fought. We saw Bandito. All
0: those guys. Troy
1: fucking Dalton Castle in like yeah. three seconds.
0: Yes. Yeah, all those guys are. Oh, these I guys. Know, Roosh is a damn good wrestler. Yeah, oh yeah, you know, no, he's fantastic. He's a good, really good wrestler.
1: I'm glad he's there. These two together is going to be awesome. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about?
0: I got nothing for next week. There's like some multi man tag match between the elite and whoever the fuck they're feuding with. The jet, uh, the hard well, the
2: stardom thing, right?
0: Yeah, we'll talk. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll cover that. We already covered the card, but we'll talk about that next week. Should've... Money in the
2: bank, I think, is
0: is this weekend. Hell in a cell. Telling ourselves this weekend. Because we were confused whether it was happening at the same time. We're like, wait a minute. Is oh, telling ourselves
2: happening right now?
0: Can we flip back and forth? Yeah. There you go. Anything else? No. Good week. Good to see you. Good to talk to people live again. This is fun. We enjoy doing this. Send us more updates. Tell us tell us how we're doing. Apparently, um, me saying um, thoughts and go- and bouncing to people is a big hit. Saying something crazy and going, Brandon, thoughts? Apparently, it's a big hit. <laughs> Talking about my I'm dick. Playing, and, I'm
2: playing shortstop.
0: Okay, somebody apparently taking, uh, tying uh, weights to my dick and then saying, Chris, thoughts? Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big hit. So, uh, we go. We're doing something right. All right. Let's get out of here. Thanks for joining us this week and join us here every week at Wrestling Is Hard. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at HardNumber4 Wrestling. Subscribe and follow. Tell your friends. And for Brandon and Chris, I'm Jim, and we will be back here next week.